0: Hey guys, my name is Matt. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from anger and control. Amen. What's up, Regen? As a kid, I grew up in a Christian home, and I came to know Jesus at age six. I understood that I was a sinner, and I placed my faith in Jesus and his life, death, and resurrection for the forgiveness of my sins. But looking back I realized now that I never fully followed and surrendered every aspect of my life to him. I found my identity in sports, ministry, and people-pleasing, idols that eventually fueled disappointment, anger, and fear. At age 14, I became ill with a bacterium called Nyseria. I was consumed with pain and fever for three months. It hurt to move constantly, and I could barely walk. Everything I had worked for was taken away, school, sports, and friends. The doctors had no clue what was wrong with me, which made me even more angry, lonely, and confused. Why would God do this to me, I would ask. I thought he loved me. I put on a brave face, and my desire to win the approval of those around me looked like telling people that God was good and faithful, both of which are true. But in those moments, I wasn't sure if he was. I was angry at life, and if I'm honest, at God too. I was angry that my circumstances were so hard. One day in my stubborn pride, I tried shuffling over to the bathroom and of all things ended up stubbing my toe. I literally fell flat on my face. I snapped. My long suppressed anger at God came raging out of me. I told God, this is your fault. If you really loved me, you wouldn't have let this happen. Immediately, instead of lightning pulse, I was overcome with a sense of peace and love. I started weeping and was reminded of God's love for me. A few weeks later, ironically and providentially, I got to a doctor who found the problem. I slowly regained my strength. Um, However, in my junior year, I had yet another bacterial infection. Yes, you heard that right. This time in my liver, which left me bedridden for three months. High school was very lonely, frankly, because I wasn't there. Another infection brought on another bout with anger, which, let's be honest, had entitlement at the root of it. I learned learned to cope with my anger by turning to pornography instead of turning to Jesus, and that addiction followed me through college and into my mid-20s. I was enslaved to my sexual sin and pornography and masturbation, and no one knew or needed to know, so I thought. When I was 26, I worked my way up to my dream position. I oversaw student activities at Dallas Baptist University. It was here that I hit a breaking point in my pornography addiction. As the stress and work responsibilities increased, so did my isolation and fear of rejection. I knew something had to change, but I didn't think I could confess my addiction without without losing my coveted job. I felt trapped. I would attend various recovery programs, one of which was region. I remember walking in through those doors, <laughs> feeling the shame and fear of seeing someone I knew. Sure enough, I would run into someone either working for or attending DBU and would leave because I was afraid of my secret costing me my job. There I was, gaining the world and losing my soul. So let me stop for a second, in case you may be feeling like I once did. If you're here tonight and it's your first time, welcome. I am so glad you're here. It takes courage to sit in that seat and admit that you need help. And the reality is we all need help. And that help is only found in Jesus. The very thing I didn't want to do but I knew I had to do was confess my addiction. In step five, we learn uh, that when we confess to ourselves, to God, and to others, the exact nature of our sins, we're able to experience freedom. James 5, 16 says, therefore confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. I long to confess to others, but my fear of rejection and losing my job was greater than my desire to be free. I always found rationalized reason to run back to my sin. I was angry because I felt God didn't do his part. After all, he was supposed to change me. And the reality is, he was doing his part. It was me that, continue, that continued running and quitting. I stopped coming to region and gave the Lord an ultimatum. If you're real, and if you are who you say you are, then prove it. I told the Lord that he would have to bring someone in my life to help me because I couldn't, or rather wouldn't, confess these things at region or anywhere else. Sure enough, A man walked in my office a few months later and tells me he wants to start a discipleship ministry on campus specifically geared towards helping young men find freedom from, from pornography addiction. Through this conversation, I knew I needed to confess that I was struggling with pornography, and I did. He looked at me compassionately, offered to help me walk out of that addiction. I finally found freedom in Christ. Not only that, I found that God loves me. He is pleased with me and that I am his son only because of Jesus. It was never a matter of what I had done or was doing. I finally understood what it looked like to have an abiding relationship with Jesus and what it truly looked like to be a son who God loved and was pleased with. Sadly, but really a blessing in disguise, my sins of pornography and suppressed anger had consequences. The serotonin and dopamine levels in my brain plummeted to an all-time low. To the encouragement of my mentor, I went to a doctor and was diagnosed with depression, which required treatment. It's important to note something here for those of you struggling with depression or really any mental illness. Just because someone is suffering from depression or mental illness, that does not necessarily mean it's because of sin. We live in broken bodies subject to decay, and the brain is not immune to the fall but the Bible does make that clear that sometimes sin can in fact lead to depression or other sicknesses. And in my case, the latter was true, at least in part. It's from here that the Lord used depression to define my character and trust in him. In spite of everything I had already been through in my life, it was this season, the suicidal thoughts, feelings of unworthiness and sleep disturbances that together were the hardest battle I've ever faced. For over three years, I battled depression. I eventually came back to regeneration to help process and walk through these deeper struggles. Don't get me wrong. The steps we learn in this program are helpful no matter the addiction or affliction. But I wanna encourage you that if this is your struggle, keep going. Set your minds on things that are above, which is Colossians 3.2, on whatever is true, whatever is pure, and whatever is lovely, Philippians 4.8. As often as you're able, look upwards to God and outwards to others, not inwards to self. With the encouragement of faithful men around me, I continued becoming the man God intended me to be, broken, which is step one, dependent, that's steps two and three, and fully surrendered to glorifying God, which is step seven, Follow. By God's kindness, he has healed my mind from depression and used my suffering for my good and ultimately today for his glory. In step 12, I learned that real freedom is found in fixing my heart on Jesus at all times to receive and walk out all that he has for me. I'm not perfect in this area and some days are better than others, but intimacy with Christ is my greatest defense and offense in my battle against sin. And I promise the same is true for you. Don't let pride convince you to manage your sin uh, on your own or to keep it a secret. When I did, all I lost was time, years off my life. So tonight is your night. Confess all that secret sin and be free. You'll be met with grace. Jesus offers you new life today. If you'll place your faith in his life death and resurrection for the forgiveness of your sins. In the irony of all ironies, I am now in the Watermark Institute, and my time is spent directly with the regeneration team. God has brought back a man that ran away from regen to run after those who are running just like me. Isn't God crazy? He can take our worst and use it for his good when we lay it at his feet and say, not my will but your will be done. My name is Matt. I have a new life in Christ and I'm recovery from anger and control and to God be all the glory.